Welcome to Trust Me, the podcast. We are your hosts, Beth Finkel and Kiana Salucci. And we are here to share with you how we create magic in our everyday while balancing family, careers, and relationships. Hey guys, how are you? Uh, Welcome to Trust Me, the podcast. I am here, your host, Kiana Salucci, and we are here with Beth, your other host, and we are so excited to bring you this new podcast that we both worked really hard for. And I'm so excited. Hi, everybody. <laughs> we have been like, yeah. this has been a road, and we are so excited to launch this to you guys. And ah, uh, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I know. If you could see the smiles on our I faces, know. which maybe eventually you will, but we're not that like savvy with technology. <laughs> Speak for yourself, yeah, Beth. So I've been trying. We're not going to take on too much at once. You know, this is for Yanni and I. We've been talking about this for a long time. And it's for us to just have fun with. And, you know, I was talking to a girlfriend yesterday and she was like, good luck with it. I hope it works out. And I'm like, you know, it already is working out. Like we're doing it. Like, and that's all that we can ask for. It's happening. And that's enough for me, you know, just to have fun with it build a community around topics, you know, that you and I talk about on the side uh, so much, but like, hopefully we can talk about it and build a community around some of the things we all kind of deal with. I think that's the goal is to put ourselves in everyone's shoes. And we all are here wearing many hats getting through. And I think we are just here to share our experiences and how we overcome some of the things that, uh, you know, we go through we've things that we've overcome and things that will happen in the future. So we're just here trying to build a community of people that are like us. And trust me, trust yourself. You got this. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. And when we say trust me, that's exactly what we mean. Trust in you, like the you inside of you, the deepest you that's there and maybe just hasn't had a chance to get out yet. Speaking of the you. For the, our topic today, I, I came across it when I was trying to figure out how we were going to introduce ourselves, what we were going to say, and I found myself typing, deleting, typing, deleting, what order should this go in, what should I say first, and I had to stop and think, like, Kiana, who are you? And when I asked myself that question, it was this awkward silence. It was it was a silence that was around for a little bit too long. Yeah. <laughs> and I realized that I really don't get asked this question enough. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys out there listening maybe have never asked yourself that question or gotten asked that question. Often in our adulthood, we get asked like, oh, you know, where do you live? What do you do? But hardly ever, and I think one of the under-asked questions is, who are you? And I'm not going to lie, it was kind of difficult for me to to put all those things together and, and, and answer. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think, too, we, we get into the habit of wanting it to be polished mm-hmm. and shiny and, you know, good. But some of the things that we need to look at, you know, 
aren't always the greatest too. So it's like, okay, who are you? Like if you asked me yesterday, I, I'm struggling. Yep. You know, it was hard. I was tired. You know, the kids haven't been sleeping that well. And so I wouldn't have really asked that in, in the, the most, you know, glimmery, shiny way yesterday. But I think that's important to say, okay, you don't have to stay there. You know? And I think too, like, it's even deeper than a feeling. I think it's deeper than even what you're going through at that time. Because there are some times, and I'm just going to be vulnerable and honest, like there are some times where I felt low. There are some times... You know, after um, having the twins, after having Indy, and there was a lot of postpartum going there where I didn't know at all who I was. No clue. And I, and I can honestly say I've always been a person that knew who I was, right? I knew who I was. I knew what I wanted. And these were two times in my life that I can remember that I had no idea who I was. And emotionally I wasn't centered so at that time that wasn't a good question to ask me because I had no idea and I was searching yeah it probably felt very very scary very 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 scary especially you know I've always known who I was um and I've always been confident in who that person was so to get to a point in my life in my adult life at that it was terrifying not knowing and just the the feeling of almost like it was absence. Yeah. And I think I was going through a transitional period in my life of just becoming a mom and getting into that new every day. Mm-hmm. And I think I talked to you about this, Beth, because there was a there was a very few um very few core people that I spoke to about this. Um, And because this is something that I, you know, it was a lot of trust needed and a connection needed to open up and have these conversations. And I'm glad to, to know that now, like I'm more open about it and I can speak about it. But at that time I wasn't as open. Um, But it was almost like missing someone that was no longer there. And that you knew very well. That I knew and well. That you loved. I loved her. She was everything that I was up until that point. And yeah. this person that I was so strongly connected with myself was no longer there and it was absence. Yeah. That's what I felt. You know, I remember this time and, you know, this, we have been talking about starting this podcast for a couple of years now. And when we really started to check in on it, I remember talking to you and I was like, what is going on with you? And you're like, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm recreating, I'm evolving a little bit. Um, and you basically said, you know, I need to just get really quiet in order to figure it out. And I will be so honest about this. I admired that so much because that is not easy to do. No, to get stop. very quiet and and try to figure out what is trying to bubble up for you. It's it's so hard to do. I feel like 
staying quiet and facing this new person that I wasn't familiar with at all, facing this person in the mirror and like feeding myself affirmations. It was almost as if I was starting over. Didn't you say you like walk past the mirror, like in the middle of the night and just like stared at yourself? Like, what were you thinking? I was, it was, it was actually a little scary at that point, <laughs> at that point, at the same time, like it was a little freaky, right? I was trying to, like, I would, when I mean, I was trying to find myself in every place, everything, everywhere. Like I was literally seeking myself. And, um, and it wasn't until the second pregnancy with Indy that I was like, okay, you know what? You're going to get, we're going to, we're going to get a therapist. We are going to combat some of that postpartum. We're going to have someone to talk to that, you know, cause poor Dan, like he's not a therapist, but he was my therapist with the twins, you know? So like this time I was like, yeah. I am going to seek help before I get there. Cause I knew this was a place that I never wanted to go again. So I remember talking to my therapist and she was like, she was getting to know me, right? Just as much as I was getting to know myself. So she would ask me a question. So she's like, so like, who are you? What do you like? What do you do? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe you know better than I do. I have no idea who I am, what I like and what I do, you know? And she told me, if you ever get to that spot, you need to stare at yourself in a mirror. And it will always come back to you. And it's like the Michael Jackson song, like the man in the mirror, right? If you want to figure out what's wrong, why it's not working, look at yourself in the mirror and the reflection will always tell its truth. So that one night in the middle of the night, I <laughs> stared at myself in the mirror long enough till I start figuring it out. I was asking myself, Kiana, who are you? What do you like? Where do you want to be? Where do you see yourself? And that was the start of a new for me. Could you imagine if you went to like a party, you know, or met someone new and you could like right off the bat have these discussions? Girl. It would cut so much of the crap. Yep. So much. Because you can get I find I feel like you can get yeah. everything you need to know in in seconds. Yeah, yeah. And I think for me when when I am asked, you know, hey, like what do you do? It's always like what is my responsibility? Mm -hmm. Right? And it's like I'm a mom. I'm a leader, you know. Those are things that I do. Yep. But, and they do fill me, yep. right? And it's not that they don't, but they're not intrinsically, those roles aren't what intrinsically align to my motivation. And that's what I feel like I've been trying to spend some time really doing is instead of just automatically trying on a hat like mom or wife or whatever, getting right with my yeah. values to say, okay, you know, love peace like I cannot tell you how much I value peace right now in my life with you know having lots of kids and it's chaotic and I love the chaos but that's why I value the peace yeah. so much 
so I can get right with some of that stuff going on intrinsically inside me. Beth, I'm going to read you. I um, I have notes in my phone, and I write notes for everything from grocery lists to quotes that I find to book recommendations. Any and everything can be found in my notes. But I have this little blurb that I wrote in my notes in March of 2021. And this was, mind you, I had Indy in December. So this was right around that time where I was literally starting over. And I came across this when we first talked about our podcast topics. Um, And even before, this is so funny because I have a list of topics that I wanted to talk about, not knowing that it would be podcast related, but topics that I love just like sharing with friends and talking. So I'm just like that. But anyway, so March of 2021, I have this, um, this note and it says, I have a passion for all things beauty. I'm a salon owner, stylist by trade and a part-time podcaster, speaker at heart. I believe I was put on this earth to impact and change lives one touch and combo at a time. My purpose is to spread love and encouragement to all that I'm encountered with. I believe that I love, I believe that love is always the answer and I hope to one day share that with all to see and hear. Oh, that is so good. You manifested. This was literally a, it was almost like, I mean, it's it's a long affirmation, but I, this is where I was starting from. Of like, who are you? What are the things that you have? What are your passions? So forget the titles, right? Forget the titles of being, you know, a mom or like, it was like, what do you love? What do you believe? Yeah. And, th- and what do you value? And those things will help sculpt who you are. Do you get what I'm saying? Totally. And I'm just wondering, you know, just picking on myself a little bit. First off, I'm so proud of you. I just want to like underscore that you take the time out to put that into writing. Because I think I, if I'm being honest with myself, something that I tend to do is layer on more duties and and that is not good because and the reason that I do it is because being in a space of not knowing what's next is really scary you know we so often tie our productivity to our value and like even I have to you know with projects that are creative you know I used to for the longest time be like I'm not creative I'm not good at art but everybody is creative. And so it makes me really want to just underscore that when you spend time doing that, it's a critical part of the recipe. Because I think for society, we will try to muffle yes. that out. We would try to layer on another task, another thing to do. You know, we'll buy a puppy when you don't need any dogs. <laughs> When you have lots of kids and no time for basically them, you don't need another dog. These are the things that I have done so that I wouldn't have to stop and and be quiet with myself. I think silencing yourself to get to the core is so important. And... It's almost like right now, I'm grateful for that time. I don't know if before this, I've done that before. I think this was the first time in my life, 
and you guys know how I like to talk, so being silent is a hard task for me. <laughs> but <laughs> just shutting out everything and like meditating and deep thought and going deeper and going deeper and going deeper than that. Like I was literally like dissecting myself in a positive way because I was trying to figure out deep in the core who I was, what I loved on top of like, it didn't, everything else didn't matter, but deep in that core, like, what do I love? What's that spark? What are those things? And yeah. Sometimes like life in life we have to do that. We have to go deep. Yeah. Deeper than deep. Like deeper than sometimes you even want to go deep. Just to figure those things out because we throw like you said we throw things on top of one another and and you just don't know what that thing is that you like. You don't know how you got there. You ever yeah. like look back and you're like how the heck did I get here? You know how many times I've been driving and I'm so like so many things are going on in my head that I'm like driving and I get to my destination. I'm like, I don't even know how I got here. Was I dreaming? Because we, we spend our, our life. Like I just shared being dutiful. And it's not that, that things we don't want to do. It's things for our kids and our family and our careers, but they don't always give us that investment. They don't. And sometimes like a lot of that takes a lot of energy, a lot of energy. And some, and when you need to sit back for yourself and do these things for yourself, like it takes effort. It takes time. It takes. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about kind of how you said you sort of looked at yourself in the mirror and you almost in a way like sort of grieved the person you were before you had your kids and I'm just wondering what that was like um kind of saying goodbye to that person like this person that you deeply loved um what that was like it wasn't a in the beginning I'm going to be honest it wasn't something that I was prepared to do I wasn't prepared to do that I didn't know that that's what came I knew that motherhood was different I knew that you know with everything, you know, in our lives that changes, there's obstacles, there's uncomfortable feelings. So I knew that part of it because I've changed my life. My life at that time was always evolving. You know, we were all, we were crazy. We're doing so many different things. I was used to that, but I was not (laughs) prepared to say goodbye to that person that I built up my entire life to until that point. Yeah. So in the beginning, it was something that I wasn't ready to do, that I didn't want to do. So it was it was tough for me. And then after I had that uh, that moment in the mirror, and I was like, and I spoke to a lot of my good friends about it. Like it was that time that I was like, okay. It doesn't matter who that person was. It doesn't matter about those things. Like what matters is who I am moving forward to this point. And that's what it was. I have a similar, um, I resonate with that from just what sort of the pandemic just in general was a hot ass mess. But I will say prior to the pandemic, I was on a righteous path to burnout in service of 
who I thought I needed to be in my career. And the pandemic almost forced me to slow down to say, okay, what are you doing for yourself? You're doing everything else for everyone else to get that accolade, to get that promotion, to, you know, keep up with the Joneses. Yep. You're doing work for everyone else. What are you ever giving to yourself? And that time for me was a blessing. I'm like getting emotional even thinking about it because I don't know that I would have ever slowed down enough to figure that out. The circumstances, what you were going through, you know, like sometimes life throws those things at us for us in order for us to slow down because we wouldn't if 2020 didn't happen, if having a baby didn't happen. Yeah. So how do you think that when in 2020, when you had that time, because you had some, some time to think more time than you probably ever had, you know, um, how do you, how did you manage that? How did you overcome that? What were the things that you did? I was, well, I started meditating. I had already been in therapy because I also had postpartum after Harper. So Harper was about two when the, the pandemic started. And so I really started meditating, which allowed me to retrain my brain to look at this situation less of a burden and yeah. more of a gift. And not to discredit how hard it was. It was crucially hard. But for me, it was like this, you have a gift. You have a, a, a job that allows you to be home. You know, I didn't have to be in the field like many of our essential workers did. Um, so I tried to just retrain my brain through meditation to say, okay, this is not a burden. It's hard, yes, but not everything is meant to be easy. And this is a gift that you're given. And then I distinctly remember one day it was like sleeting and raining and I was at my wits end homeschooling two kids. Like I literally, Harper was not in daycare at this point. In order to keep her occupied, I filled the sink up with water every day. And and I was pregnant at the time too with Lucas. Forgot about that part. I literally filled the sink up, put her in there while I did all the homeschooling with the kids and let her just play in the sink for like sometimes two hours straight because that's all I could manage. You got to do what you have to do. You know, I remember leaving for a run and, you know, at this point the world was starting to like open back up. You know, I had a, a pretty big job at the time. And we were starting to have to go back into the office. I remember going out for a run and it was sleeting and raining and I just started crying and I didn't know if it was the rain on my face or the tears. They were like one in the same. And I had like a moment where it was just like, I was running towards the rain and it was almost like the, this epiphany, like I'm going to continue to choose running towards the chaos that is my family versus ever putting them behind my career 
and and the drive that was underneath that that was leading me very quickly to burnout i had like an epiphany like i will never do that again and that's when i made the decision that i will always center that value in my life and i had to get right with my ego i had to start really looking around you know learning how to be humble which that's a whole nother episode in itself but i had to really start checking my own ego to say okay this is not yeah it's great the accolades are great and you know the notoriety and and the leadership that's all wonderful but that is not what filled me being a mom to these children who otherwise I would have not been there. Like I wouldn't have been there. It was very rare that I could get them off the bus. It was very rare some days I would even see them in the morning. And and luckily they're still very young and, and this did happen to make me realize. Yeah. But I knew in that moment that was it for me. I had to center that value and I had to always figure out when I was moving away from it and when I was hooked and moving away from that value, what could I do to move back towards it? When I was at a training for Paul Mitchell, this is years ago when I worked for them, um, they had this exercise and I still use it. And I still use it. I coach my team on it at the salon. Um, it's a powerful tool, but, and it's very simple, but basically it's identifying your values, the things that you value in life. And you take a piece of paper, and for those of you guys out there listening, it is a very easy exercise, um, but you take a piece of paper, you fold it in half, and on one side, you have values, and on the other side, you have behaviors. And during this training, they said, you know, we're going to give you guys, you know, 60 seconds, you're going to write on one side all the things you value. And for a minute, you write all the things you value, you value. And I remember my list being like long. It was family, work, career, uh, this, that, like all of these things. And 60 seconds was up. And they said, okay, on the other side of this paper, on the top, you're going to write behaviors. And you were going to write next to all those things that you said that you valued, how you behave on them. And that's where it got tricky for me because, because I was, I found myself stuck. And after, you know, one side being all these values on the other side, my behaviors were like, I could probably count on one hand how many behaviors I had, how many times that I actually put forth the effort and do the things that I think that I value. Right. Ah. Uh. So you're saying one thing is really important to you, but then you're not. I'm not. I'm not always behaving on it. So gotcha. you know, if family is a value, how, how do you behave on it? What do you do? Yeah. If yeah. you know a healthy lifestyle is a value, how do you behave on it? What do you do to live that healthy lifestyle? And I realized, like, oh my gosh, the things that I think I value, I actually don't. In my wow. heart, I want to. In my heart, it's there. I wrote it down. It's there. I want to value these things. But 
my everyday is not reflecting those values. You know, you're making me think about this quote I just heard. And it's super simple. And it said, if they wanted to, they would. Beth, that is so true. That is, and I felt, I felt bad when I was like, oh my gosh, Kay, like you don't value any of these things. Like you want to, but like you don't walk the walk. You know what I mean? You just talk yeah. the talk. Like, and I literally had, and to combat that, I wrote down on another sheet of paper, a 30, 60, 90, which is just goal setting for 30 days, 60 days, and 90 days. And I had to set goals for myself for 30 days. If family is what I value, what am I going to do in 30 days to behave? 60 days to behave, 90 days to behave, you know? And you literally get to that 90 days and you're like, oh my gosh, like I am this person. I value family now. I value work now. I value yeah. whatever it is that you have on your, your value it's side. It's what you're prioritizing. You're prioritizing. I mean, for me, so integrity, like I always have that as a value. But then if I start seeing myself slipping with my plans and kind of be in a plate, yep. like I'll make a plan and then like it'll get closer to the plan. I'll cancel the plan. And not sort of follow through. Yep. Okay, well then I'm not living into my integrity, yep. which I'm saying is a value. Yep. yep. So I think that it's so spot on to have that written down somewhere. So then it also allows you to put up some boundaries. And it holds yourself accountable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like if you want to hold yourself accountable, write it down on a piece of paper. Dan says that to me. All the time. Write it down, Key. Write it down. You want to do that? Write it down. Some of the times I'm like, oh, I'm not going to write it down because I'm not ready to commit. <laughs> but, <laughs> you guys you guys know how that gets sometimes. But like, write it down on a piece of paper. That way you, once it's on a piece of paper, it's no longer in your head. It's no longer a thought. You're putting it to, into action that second that it goes from your brain to that pencil or to that uh, that note in your phone or whatever it is that you're using. And, and it's okay. And I want you guys to understand, like, I hardly have it all together, no matter what social media might look like or whatever. I hardly ever have it all together. But one thing that I do have is that I'm going to keep pushing myself. I'm going to keep trying. I'm, I will start over. I will do all the things necessary to become the better version of myself. Um, yeah. And I don't want to say the best version because what is the word best, right? But a better version yeah. of myself. Well, and evolve, like you're continuing yeah. to evolve and you talk about it in the sense that it's a journey. It's not a desk, like you're never going to get to this destination of best version of myself. No. It takes work. It takes investment. It takes, like you just said, slowing down yep. and knowing when you're not at your best. Okay. Ask, getting curious and asking yourself what, what questions you need to ask. Did I move my body today? Yep. You know, am I holding on to something that I'm resentful around? Yep. You know, all of these things, I think, to really clear up that pathway for us to get back on the pathway. Yep. And it's so, it's so important. I remember a couple summers ago, we did a big friend family vacation together. And this is the first time that I think we even talked about um, podcasting. And I was actually pre pregnant with Endy. And we were talking about the new steps in our life. And you had just had Luca. And we were just like having a conversation. And I remember 
thinking, I want to do this. I think I want to do this. And I remember like talking to you, like saying it out loud. You know, like sometimes you have the thought of like, um, like, let me commit. <laughs> you don't want to commit. You don't want to say it out loud. Right. And I remember having the thought. And then when we left that weekend, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do it. And it wasn't until like, it was like a week or two later, I get like an Amazon package in the mail and it's a podcast microphone. The actual one that I'm using right now is a podcast microphone from Beth. And I'm like, oh, I knew I shouldn't have said anything. No, <laughs> now she held me accountable. No, but she, she mailed me a podcast microphone. And I remember thinking like, okay, this is it. I have to do it. I have to do it. And I had had Indy and I remember you texting me like, girl, you ready? You ready for the podcast? We got to do it. We got to do it. And usually I will say, yeah, girl, I got you. Let's start tomorrow and jump right into it. But I remember telling Beth, like, girl, I got to get right first. <laughs> I remember telling you, I was like, just let me, give me some time. I'm, I'm definitely going to do it, but I have to get right first. And that was me not just throwing another task, another duty, another thing to my yeah. life. Yeah, without digging, so digging deep. And I don't want to say fixing, because it wasn't that I needed to be fixed, but I needed to transform myself, right? Yeah, I was, you needed to have the space Yes, I had to create some space in there, and I was digging deep, and I was staring at myself in the mirror at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's what I was busy doing, you know? So, yeah. and like I said, usually I would have just said, oh, yeah, girl, let's, let's do it on Monday, or let's do it on Tuesday. But that was the beginning of me putting myself first, and doing what was necessary for me to sit here yeah. right now and record today. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So what does that look like ongoing? You know, we obviously both have kind of examples of like that big first, you know, time we had to really look at ourselves. Yeah. What does that look like ongoing now It's for you? It's constantly evolving, constantly evolving and putting yourself first, pouring into your cup. And we talked, we talk about this a lot, but pouring into your cup and whatever that looks like. And for everyone, it's going to look different. Um, like Beth talked about in the beginning, like we're not here to, to share with you the five steps to success, the, yeah. the 10 keys to make your life better. Everyone's, everyone's life looks different from where they're standing. And for us, we can just share our experiences, how we've overcome them, and and how we plan to keep moving. And for me, from, from this point on, it's keep moving. No matter how hard it gets, that. keep shuffling, keep going, pivot when necessary. Don't stop, keep going. So if this yeah. is where we're starting, and we're starting this new podcast, trust me, and this is where we're at, Keep pushing, keep going, pivot, but keep going. And hopefully this will be bigger than this one episode that we're doing today, even though this is, this is a big deal for us. <laughs> yeah. This is and you know, that energy that I'm just trying to take and, and spread and build a community around is, is the two smiles that are on our faces yeah. right now, doing something for ourselves, like getting creative for ourselves. 
And even if you would have asked me two years ago, I would have been shy or embarrassed around that. Like, who am I? Like, what do I have to say? You might not have anything to say, but why not do it anyway? Why not do it anyway? And I think that is the key is to do it anyway, even though you are scared. So if it's that new promotion you want to go after, starting that business you want to do, it's all scary. It's ne- None of this is easy, but it's all necessary. It's all necessary. Even if you fail at it, that fail was necessary, you know? Um, so that's where we're at and that's where we're going and- at this point, like, we are, we're, we did it. We started we it. Did it. This is we it. did it. This is it, guys. <laughs> so, you know, like all the fancy podcasters say, give us those five stars below wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow us on Trust Me, the podcast on Instagram. Trust me. And let us know what you think. Yeah. Let us know what you comment. Let us know what you guys think. Trust me underscore the underscore podcast. Follow us. Write some comments. And we'll follow you back. And we are Love it. We are starting this journey and we cannot wait to have you guys follow along with us. So All right, everybody. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>